Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another Mind and Body podcast. I'm so thrilled, as I always am, to have this guest on. I've been connecting with amazing people in 2020, and this lovely lady is the founder of Recovery Bar. Please welcome Ariel. Hi, Ariel. How are you? Hi, Nadia. I'm doing really well. I'm super excited to be on the Nadia Murdoch show. <laughs> <laughs> I love your energy. I'm so happy to have you here. So I'm trying to even remember how we connected. I think, was it through a bar event or was it just random connections because we both do bar? I can't even remember. I know it was definitely Instagram. Yes, it was It's definitely Instagram, and I can probably share a little bit more because there's more, um, there was more awe on my end because I started, <laughs> <laughs> I've been a bar instructor since 2016, but I've never really been consistent on, on social media. So uh, when the pandemic happened, everyone kind of turned to social media, and I learned that there was such a huge community of bar instructors on here. So yeah, I found you, and I was looking at all of your, your movements and everything that you were doing, and you were such an inspiration to me oh so my I god can... you made my day <laughs> yes <laughs> I love hearing that you know because also during the pandemic like I found you know it's a huge community bar but like I would never see anybody that looked like me that top bar and like I think because I put it out there in the universe all these fabulous brown women that are teaching bar started popping up <laughs> in my feed including yourself so I'm so happy we connected Yes, you manifested us. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let's just dive in. So people that don't know who you are, can you share who is Ariel and what Recovery Bar is all about? Wonderful. Thank you so much. So uh, so one, I Ariel is a bar instructor among many things, uh, but Recovery Bar started off as a, um, it, it was inspired by my own fitness journey. Uh, I have I don't claim this, so I have had challenges with my knee, patellofemoral syndrome, and I was uh, diagnosed with that when I was in college. So it's always been a struggle for me to find uh, activity that I like to do that's not so uh, intense on my knees and mm -hmm. something that doesn't have me uh, sitting sitting out for like a month on end, right? So right. And, uh, <laughs> I've done karate, I've done aqua therapy, I have done small jogs, light jogs, but then in 2016, I found a bar studio. Uh, no, actually, earlier than that, I lived in Minneapolis and I took a bar class with a fabulous teacher. Um, and I think that's probably where I got interested in, in uh, teach and doing um, bar at Lifetime. And when I moved okay. to Atlanta, like you said, there weren't a lot of uh, brown girls doing bar. Um, but right. then I found uh, my the woman who trained me, Shana Edwards, her class was hip hop. And I just, I love music. So yeah. recovery bar stems from my love of music and the, the fact that I was able to do bar, get a really great workout and my knees never had a problem. Matter of Beautiful. fact, it was more like rehab on my knees. And so recovery bars for the people who want the same. They want a good workout. They want a great sweat, but they don't necessarily want to do those hit workouts, right? And, um, but they want to see results. So I, and that like, okay, so there's so much I love. Okay. So the music element, I could totally see that you love music because I popped onto your live class and I was like, yes, to the warm out. You know what I mean? Like you were like shaking your hips and I was like, this is so different. I love it. 
So I definitely could see that. And I think it's really cool that you're the person that certified you. So Sheena Edwards teaches a hip hop bar class or is her class? Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yes, her style is hip hop bars, bar booty beats. That's the brand uh, that I was certified under. Yes. Okay, totally looking that up. Bar booty beats. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, you're giving me life on this fine Friday. Okay, so now Recovery Bar, I love how you have a personal story attached to it because I find like similar to myself and other people that I've interviewed, when there's a personal attachment to what you're doing, it shines through your teaching, it shines through your classes. And I can see that with what you're doing with your content, with your videos. So how have you changed other people's lives that are also... Because a lot of people feel like, okay, I have a bum knee, all I can do is walk, or they don't realize that they're not that limited. So how have mm-hmm. you changed some of your um, clients' perspective on how they can still incorporate movement in a fun way? Oh my gosh, that's a really great question. And I think the, the biggest thing about bar and my journey in bar, um, now that I'm an instructor, is to teach other people what bar can do for you. So in mm-hmm. my class, there's, I would like to say we focus on three different components. Music is at the utmost. It's, a, it's what allows you to go on autopilot, have fun, and do those last eight counts. <laughs> but <laughs> there's an education piece to it that, um, you know, when we talk to ourselves and we say, oh, I have a bad knee, um, you, you just limit yourself on what type of activity you can do. So mm-hmm. from an educational standpoint, um, every now that I'm in the space, I, I like to educate myself more on knee injuries, modifications. And so I educate people on, okay, so you can't do the full squat. So here's how you challenge yourself by going a little bit halfway. And here's how you pull mm-hmm. into it to work on the, the range of motion that you're <laughs> most comfortable with. So education around whatever body movement feels good to you. And um, the last piece is, what goes along with recovery bar is uh, my experience in physical therapy and then also my teachings in stretch therapy. So I incorporate stretches throughout um, every movement because as you know, uh, every set can be intense, even if you're just pulling yeah. for eight counts. So in between that, I like to give us uh, a, a stretch period so that we can recover and then move into mm-hmm. the, you know, take a beat and then move into the next things. So I think those are the things that keep us motivated, inspired, and educated to know that we can actually push ourselves a little bit harder. Okay, write that down. If you don't have it written down already, motivated, inspired, and educated. That is, (laughs) girl, you need to put that on your Instagram. That is so good. Um, Okay, so let's talk a little bit about mindset, because you know, that's what I'm all about. And I feel like that is such a heavy tie-in to recovery right because some sort of like what I just said like you kind of psych yourself out as to what you can do have you had to like really help some of your clients and students refocus their mindset to have more of a growth mindset to to let them see that they're truly not you know limited yes I've had one client really sticks out to me. Um, and it's when I first became an, a bar instructor. So this was years before I knew what I know, right? That I knew it mm-hmm. worked for me, but I didn't know it worked for other people. And I had a client who uh, limited exercise, limited experience doing really anything. And she came with a no attitude. Like, I, I can't do this. I can't do that. Um, <laughs> and so fighting through the I can't was, uh, was the first challenge. Um, 
but the other thing that we kind of just worked on is is working on uh, her image. So in the first studio that I ever started, in, we had mirrors everywhere, and so she would uh, we would focus on the the small wins. So she would notice like her midsection cup tying in, and I think you know it, this is my experience. So someone else might have a different um, answer to this one, but I think seeing the results helped her realize things were possible right yeah. even if you're even if she was just noticing like a small like change in her waist uh, it was no longer a intangible conversation about changing your mindset it was having an accountability buddy even though I don't really believe it I believe that she believes it and then right. doing the work I think right. that that grain of result is what kept her consistent from the next you know a couple months on so mindset for me the shift that I've been able to see and this is also my philosophy I'm a doer uh so I I don't necessarily um I I might not necessarily be the best mindfulness coach right because sometimes I'm more like if you don't feel it sometimes if you do it your mind will start to believe it Um, Mm -hmm. and that was the that was the experience I had with her. So I think after she saw those small wins, she, she started coming consistently. She was yeah. more of a person for bar. She believed it herself. All of that. Yeah. Was just a big... That's so beautiful. I love stories like that. And you know what? You're totally right. Cause like, especially coming in with that sort of negative outlook of what you can do. I feel like those type of students need to see it, but I feel like over time, like now you're saying she's consistent her mm-hmm. mindset is changing and she probably doesn't even know it because she can see it and now she can feel it, right? She probably yeah. feels how strong she is. She can lift stuff that she couldn't lift before. But like, I feel, I, I totally agree with you. Like seeing it first, especially for new new students is so vital. And I think it just helps them stay on track and stay committed. Um, So I love that story. Yes, I, I think to, to your point, just to, because as I'm so big on like some sometimes you do have to see it to believe it I like to be really hands-on in the first like 30 days that I know a client just because I there's a bit of hand-holding to get people to, mm-hmm. to their best self and so mm-hmm. you know I do career coaching as well so a lot of times when you know that um a person desires the best for themselves, then there's, but there's that initial hump that you have to get over. So yeah, you know, I like to do a lot of like hands-on everything in the beginning so that you can start to, it's like training wheels, right? Oh my God, it is. It is. And I think that's what makes you a standout instructor, right? And coach, because some like, especially in the big box gyms, you walk in and everybody's doing their own thing and form is off and people are like, you know, and I feel like people, you get a specific, you get what you pay for, right? Like when you get that personalization and that special attention, um, you're going to feel empowered. You're going to feel safe. You're going to feel like you can do it. And so I think that's just, people don't realize what you get, like in the boutique fitness, in this one-on-one online. And I think with the pandemic, those who are not in the fitness space are starting to realize that this, that you can have that personal accountability. You're not just one in a million in, um, you know, a big workout studio. So, right. yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So I love how you said you're a doer because I strongly believe change happens in action. 
So yeah. you said in 2016 is when you decided to go for your bar certification. And yeah. um, you said that was after trying many different things for recovery for your knee. Why mm-hmm. specifically bar and not Pilates or something else that um, you could do that or even aqua because you said you did aqua. What specifically drew you into bar? That's a really good question. <laughs> this is half interview, half therapy session. I'm just <laughs> yeah. So just a quick tangent, though. I So I'm studying for my, my master's in social work, and we're learning about when you properly interview someone, it is therapeutic. And so, yeah. uh, you know, this is, this is definitely... <laughs> I love it. Well, I have a BA in psychology. And so, you know, I do mindset coaching. So I find that I'm always like, oh, that was kind of, that was kind of a deep dive question. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let me take a breath uh, because I think. (laughs) And I, look at that, Aria. I promise you no curveballs. And there I go. My bad. (laughs) No, that I love that question. I think there's just two parts to it. Um, one is, is exposure, what I was exposed Mm -hmm. to. And then the second was something that challenged me. So, um, it, it, it all kind of goes to this, I'm a doer thing, but, uh, I, so years before I found bar, I used to do Mm -hmm. online workout tapes all the time. And (laughs) yes, there was a, a Kellogg's. A cereal box that I had that came with a, a workout DVD and it was Pilates and um I can't with you was it special K was it the yes. special K cereal I cannot with you <laughs> I love this and I worked out on that I love that little freebie I worked that little Pilates <laughs> DVD out um I had never been to a Pilates studio I'd never like in my community, no one was doing Pilates, um, no right. one was doing bar. So when I found right. bar, though, so so the first part, what I said was exposure. Um, I think it, if it wasn't for that DVD, I wouldn't have known anything about Pilates. Right. And then I think being exposed to bar in the way that I was I was exposed to it. Um, there was a challenge that came along with it. And it was so simple. So because right. I'm, I'm such a doer and my friends think I'm weird about this, but if it's something that challenges me, I actually love it. Um, Girl, yes. <laughs> That's what life is all about. And then when you accomplish it, don't you feel so like you feel yeah. so like you feel like you're on top of the world. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, and so and also with the things that when I came into a, my, my first bar class, there were things that I really could not do. Um, a, an arabesque, my arabesque yeah. was terrible. Um, chair pose, uh, like I couldn't mm-hmm. do it for much longer than five seconds. And so with like coming, I had a lifetime membership. So like coming and seeing my change over time, I was like, okay, this, this challenge is actually worth it. So I think the answer is just exposure. Um, there, there yeah. aren't many black people doing, there weren't any nope. black people doing Pilates back when I was started. I found my little DVD and even <laughs> when I started, um, bar, 
educating black people even then and that was 2016 yeah. so and the fight is not not fight but the education the movement is definitely not over because uh, no. we are still educating people on the benefits yes. of bar and pilates yes. i've actually used some pilates movements in bar so you know that's a roundabout way of just saying exposure um and i love it <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer. And I, and like, you really touched upon some other stuff I wanted to make sure I talked about with you, just about how bar is not really prevalent in the black community okay. or I found it. So, okay. So you tell me if you can relate. So everywhere where I've taught, <laughs> I've been the only black or brown person teaching bar mm-hmm. or, and, or the only black or brown person in the damn studio. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like, Um, so I feel like for me on the other end of it, before I got certified, like it's always intrigued me. And then I got certified when I found out I was pregnant with my first son and just went for it and taught bar the whole pregnancy. And I loved it because similar to you with your recovery, it felt safe. I still felt like I was getting a workout, blah, blah, blah. But what I did notice is that a lot of women that did come and take my class that were black or a woman of color, they were kind of like, is this for me? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like society and the media has always marketed it a certain way. So you kind of already felt alienated before you even tried it, right? Right. Um, And so when they did do it, they were like, whoa. And another thing too, Ariel, and then I'm like ranting now because like you are so vibing. <laughs> but another thing I realized is that I feel like they have this stigma that it's only taught by ballerinas yeah. and there's only a specific type of bar. So I love bar booty beats. And so like, <laughs> that's just totally like flipping it and like how you teach it and like how I teach it. I have more of like a strength background so I incorporate a lot of that and so because of that do you find that instructors like yourself and Sheena Edwards and myself who are making a different name for that type of workout do you find that in your own experience women of color are more interested in bar that's a tough or they or are they still not aware of bar and the benefits I would say the latter. Unfortunately, um, I think there is, there is a, uh, there's a hurdle to climb uh, Mm -hmm. with just getting people, getting your hands on people and then Mm -hmm. getting them to see that they can do it, uh, which opens Mm -hmm. your mind up to new possibilities. And it's just, I think it's, it's, um, it's coming, people are coming around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also often have older clients who will be more open to, to trying bar, uh, because mm-hmm. th- their limitate their limitations, you know, their right. issues. So that's like, the, <clears throat> that's, that's the thing that brings them to them, brings them to bar, but making it fun, uh, making class fun and having, um, uh, something that, allows us to have that sisterhood really Mm -hmm. draws in our you know our our black women because um it's a safe space but it's a fun place and it's something that you can do that makes you feel comfortable um that's why i like your mindfulness i like to hear that you're doing the the uh, meditations afterwards and in the Mm -hmm. shana shana edwards is is definitely it's it's a it's a hip-hop trap you know feel and so it makes bars look cool and even for me um 
you know, I love to do hip work. I love to wind my waist and I like to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. On my knee strengthening and things like that. So with more of that, and I think just getting, so online bar also kind of hinders the process because we have to yeah. get our hands on our, our women. Um, yeah. And so once we're able to do that, I think there'll be more, um, more people who are, who are willing to experience a new movement. What do you think is the biggest deterrent? Is it, you think it's the lack of exposure or education on the style of fitness, or do you think it's the intimidation or not feeling included? I think it's both. So even though yeah, right? you don't have to be a ballerina to, to do ball, no. it's very, but it is technical. <laughs> and if you do it wrong, you can hurt yourself. Um, you can, yeah. Which, which it, right, it makes it important you're doing it with the right instructor. Yeah. And especially now for us doing it virtually because we're so hands-on with correctment, you mm-hmm. know, alignment, corrections and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It makes our job a little bit more difficult, but it's still it's still important. Like people need to know what to look for, especially in Pilates and bar, but I just want all people to do bar. It has so many benefits. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, But I love to hear other people because you're in Atlanta. Are you in Atlanta now or did you move again? I am in Atlanta. I am in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. So I love here. You're in Atlanta. I'm in New Jersey. I just love to hear because sometimes you feel like you're alone as an instructor, mm-hmm. um, you know, a black woman that's teaching bar. But like to hear that you're going through that in Atlanta, I'm going through that here and other people that I've spoken to other um, in other areas is just seems to be like we just need to keep putting good content out there. And like you said, grab our girls and create that sisterhood. Yes, you said it, period. That is, <laughs> I think that is the solution. Just keep moving, doing what we're doing. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's wrap up with one last question because I really, again, I've been following you as well since the pandemic hit in March and I've seen how you've pivoted with the pandemic and COVID. And I just want you to share with everyone how that has been for you and what you have coming up for 2021. Oh, yes, yes. I am. Um, so the, yes. The pivot was real. I was doing um, in class, uh, bar classes for a private institution, and I never even had to worry about uh, marketing social media. So the the initial thing that I experienced um, is getting getting the the word out about bar online. And um, mm-hmm. now that we're doing online fitness, I I do teach um I do teach bar online, and then also have an online studio at recoverybar.com. So I initially started the whole process thinking I would just do online bar only, but I would love to get my hands back on people. So in January of 2020, I've started doing bar with a, um, a organization called the Fitness Collective. And so we'll be on the south side of Atlanta on Campbellton Road um, teaching nice. bar again in person. And like you said, I can't wait to start helping people correct themselves again and, and really feel the burn in a real uh, safe way. Um, so the journey, like literally it, it went from, there's a book called, um, who moved my cheese and yes. Oh my God. I I just bought it. Oh my gosh. We are so (laughs) connected. I can't even deal right now. You like it and you might even get like a couple 
small like you know blurbs to just remind yourself when you get in a certain mood because I was you'll read it I was um him or ha at some point and mm. I and I wanted to just do bar in person but I think the experience online um I, I always talk about cue so I'm like slight bending your knees and release your low back that is the biggest issue so I'm always being really mindful of my verbal cues online um, but that's mm-hmm. something that uh, I really am excited to do after corona is over is kind of get back into yeah. in-person classes and and um, you know be excited around people again yeah but I think what's great about you and like just in this short interview your personality really shines through and I think that makes you dynamic in person and and online as well, right? Because they have to, people are trapped in their house or they feel isolated and they have to feel that energy um, through that online platform. And I think you, you got it, girl. So I, I think you will do well in person and online. Thank you so much, Nadia. You know, this really means a lot to me and everything kind of, I hate the word kind of, everything comes full circle because um, you were such an inspiration when I got into like looking at bar online and looking at how you were, even when um, Black Lives Matter happened and you were explaining your experience as a Black uh, bar instructor, you know, mm-hmm. your experiences gave me a whole different perspective um, and, and a permission to be myself um, mm-hmm. because I wanted to be so packaged like I looked at everyone else on Instagram and you gave me a little bit more freedom to just be myself. So, Oh my God, my heart. <laughs> yes, I want to thank you for allowing me to share my story um, and also just keep, keep doing what you're doing because I want to thank you for that inspiration and that motivation. That see, and that I thank you so much. That means the world to me. And that just makes me want to be more open on my end too. Cause just like I said before, you don't know who's going through the same exact thing as you until you share your story. So with that, please tell everybody where they can find your fabulous self and how they can <laughs> sign up for your classes. Yes. So you can always interact with me um, directly on uh, at recovery underscore B-A-R-R-E. And um, for the online um, fitness classes is www.recoverybar.com. I am going to be at the Fitness Collective very soon. So I'll be posting information on how you can sign up for those classes. Um, And other than that, just stay connected with me. Yes. And everybody, if you love Ariel as much as I do, we will be doing an IG live in December. So make sure to check us out then. Thank you so much for doing this. I cannot wait to share this. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nadia. All right. Bye. Bye.